when it comes to heating up your business, it's all about making more bacon. And that requires an expert with a particular set of skills. You need a Baconologist. Building authentic connections, online networking, through social selling, relationship marketing, mindset and training. Yeah, that's bacon. Get ready, because we're about to fry up a sizzling success strategy. This is the Bacon Podcast with your host and business Baconologist, Brian Basilico. It's a lot of bees, man. Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Brian Basilico, and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey, peeps. Let's face it. Procrastination and perfection have a purpose, but they pause progress. Progress is perpetuated by the processes you put in place, but All too often, we can put progress in purgatory by procrastinating or perfecting our processes. Do you know what phrase causes consternation constantly? That's not how it's done here. I've often said I was raised so New York Catholic that my mother was a travel agent for guilt trips. Now, I have nothing against religion or Catholicism, but... I never really understood purgatory. You were either good and went to heaven or bad and went to hell. Purgatory is kind of like a waiting room for heaven where you suffer for your sins. No one has ever been able to explain how bad your sins have to be to avoid hell and what are the criteria of atonement or punishment you had to endure to get to heaven. In business, heaven is where all of your processes are working in sync and creating profitable outcomes. Hell is where your processes break down and start eroding profits. So I'm guessing business purgatory is kind of when your processes slow your roll. They still work, but they can delay or even eat into your profits. So that's not how it's done can end up being the reason things are not getting done on time or at all. So I view processes as a series of steps that takes a phase of a project from concept to completion. The better you can define the steps, the more you can control the process. Each step is assigned to a person. Most steps have a beginning and an end. Then, more often than not, each step has dependencies. In other words, step one determines how step two is done, and step three depends on step two being completed correctly. This continues till that stage of the process is complete. If someone is waiting for a process to be complete, or someone is procrastinating or perfecting a step, it impedes the progress of the project. Now, I view systems as a series of processes done in a particular order that turns that series of processes into the final project. Projects can have multiple processes that are done in series or parallel all at the same time or some combination of the above. So systems are just a repeatable series of steps that create processes. When your process breaks down, 
It compromises the outcome and successes the project was undertaken in the first place to achieve. Defining, building, and implementing systems takes time and resources. Once they're built, you can use them over and over again to complete projects faster and better. That does not mean that they're written in stone or treated as law or precedent. Every step and process should be malleable and reviewed to see if the process has flaws and can be improved. Time and people should be given some leeway to try something different or something new, but that should be discussed and documented as a new or alternative way to bring the project as a whole to a successful completion. Now, stuff happens. When a ladder is missing a rung or a step, it does not mean you can't keep climbing but it often requires some kind of improvisation. Having worked with multiple nonprofits as a board member or volunteer, I've seen the challenges they've faced. They can often be like a cobbler whose kids have holes in their shoes. They probably have years of experience, but they probably have no clue or can't tell you why or how a process was started and implemented in the first place. That can lead to, that's not how it's done here. That kind of attitude hampers progress. Just changing steps can be helpful, but it often leads to chaos. It also tends to create silos over teamwork and that leads to others not doing their steps in the old process that worked before. This is where implementing a system approach can be helpful and necessary to simplify future progress. So think of a good marketing system as two pieces that work in concert. First, you have to create the content, and then you have to distribute it. So content creation is all about the who and the why, and then the project becomes the what. Content is all about your audience. Who are you communicating to and why would they consume it? If you understand your audience's needs and wants, you can create content that speaks specifically to them. The project can be a blog, video, audio, ebook, whatever. It could be a mixture of all of the above. Now, the system that I use is I produce a blog and then I convert it into a podcast. And then I turn an expert interview on the same subject into that complete system. That way, I have multiple pieces of content which may be relevant to the widest possible audience for any specific topic. Content distribution is all about the where and how. Once the content is created, it's served up on multiple platforms. It could be a blog that's shared on multiple social platforms. It could be a podcast available on a computer or mobile phone. Finally, it's added to an email linking to how and where people can consume it. All of that works as a cohesive system.
The what is all about consistent and repeatable steps and processes that can easily be implemented repeatedly. It's the steps and processes to get the content created and distributed. It ultimately has to be focused on achieving the desired action or outcome. So let me leave you with some final thoughts. Back to the nonprofit example. The United Way has a motto, give, volunteer, advocate. That means one system must be created to get people to donate. Another system has to be created to help people get engaged. And another system has to be created to get people to spread the word. Each of these have multiple audiences, young and old, or online and in person. Each system can have processes that create different outcomes, but use similar steps. The key thing you want to avoid is having the process or the steps hinder the outcome. The stronger and more pliable your systems are, the more consistent and successful your outcomes will become. So finally, in the words of singer-songwriter Tyler Childers, purgatory is hell with hope. Thank you for letting us sprinkle some bacon bits into your brains. Want some more? Learn more about this podcast and our guest experts at baconpodcast.com. Have questions? Send them to askbrian at baconpodcast.com. Until next time, keep sizzling. And remember, it's all about the bacon. Bacon.